A new world is emerging. It is a new world order. To build back better or whatever. This pandemic has provided an opportunity for a reset. To be ready for pandemic two, I, I call this pandemic one. We've got to get them vaccinated and hopefully they will do it willingly. It's often said that you should never allow a good crisis to go to waste. Pay insufficient attention to the frightening scenario of a comprehensive cyber attack. This is Connect Those Dots. Genetically modified organisms and we're injecting them in little kids' arms. We just shoot them right into the vein. I want you to remember these names. Cynthia Peake, Catherine Kuntz, Mike Hill, Evelyn Dekaus, Hallie Scruggs, and William Kinney. Those last three names that I just read are three nine-year-olds who are never coming home. We'll never have another birthday party, never laugh again, never tell their parents I love you, at least not until they're all reunited one day with our Heavenly Father because six parents are now picking out caskets for their children. Well, hello there, fam, and all of you beautiful little dot connectors out there, and welcome to another episode here of Connect Those Dots, a humble little podcast, and I'm your humble little host, Joe, and um, we have a lot to talk about this episode because uh, this past week was quite the week for sure, and uh, we're really going to focus on a particular topic, I think you can already assume what that is. And we're going to get into all the angles of it. So let's not even dilly-dally here and let's just begin. On Monday, in Nashville, a uh, deranged individual plotted out to find a certain Christian school and then this individual executed their plan. Found the school, killed three children, killed three adults, and then ultimately killed herself because that's what she wanted to do. But she wanted to take a few people with her as well. And yes, I say she. She identified as a he, him, but I'm going to call her a, a she. Just for purposes here, you know, not not for any reason, not to be like, oh, I'm not going to, I'm not going to use her proper pronouns. I can give a shit what her pronouns are. Unfortunately, she was a psychotic and disturbed individual. And uh, I'm going to talk about her right now. Audrey Hale was her name. And she was a, a trans individual who I identified as a man. And uh, right there is your first red flag, right? A person that doesn't even know what gender they are. A person that can't determine what gender they are. Which is the first thing that you know as soon as you have the ability to create thoughts. To create, I mean, to, to even know anything. You know if you're a boy or if you're a girl. And this individual, like many other individuals we are seeing uh, really on the rise now in our current societal climate, 
lot of people can't determine what gender they are. And I think it's more of an underlying issue than just simply that alone, right? There's got to be a lot of uh, other issues, a lot of other psychological problems happening within an individual uh, when you don't know what gender you are. It kind of just comes with the territory, right? So this isn't an accident. This isn't a coincidence. This isn't just happenstance, right? This is, um, as we know here on Connect Those Dots, because I talk about this trans agenda almost every other episode <laughs> because it's connected to so many other things and it's connected definitely to the mental health crisis that is going on in our society especially here in America with all of the mental health issues all of the drug abuse issues and uh the incredible uptick in people identifying as some kind of lgbt trans any sort of way to, you know, get noticed, get rewarded by the system. Because when you identify as an LGBT, you're now a marginalized population. You're now part of the victim class. And uh, in our social credit score here in America, it's all about how much of a victim are you. So everybody wants to be a victim. They want to get the social points that the victimhood gives them. Because that's the way the society is being groomed this is gonna be the grooming of the next generation it's the way the society is being set up and what is it leading towards more depression more suicide comes all all comes with the territory all byproducts of one another that's why we connect those dots and we see why they're all connected how they're all connected what they're all leading to and of course it's all by design it's all about spreading mental illness. It's all about depopulation. It's all about desensitizing people. So I'm kind of going all over the place right now. But you see where I'm heading with this. Because the establishment, the build back better, the great resetters, the globalists, they all push this trans agenda, this LGBT agenda. You see it with the sports leagues. You see it with the entertainment. You see it with all of the movies that are now injecting this sort of subliminal messaging. It's not even subliminal anymore. It's sort of overt and in your face. And I have nothing wrong with a gay or trans character being in a movie. That's, you know, I'll set the record straight on that. No one ever cared. But the overt nature of shoving it into your face in a forcible way is what people are turned off by. And it's what people are noticing. So it's creating this splint between people, this divide between people where you have these overt, zealous, cult-like, trans rights, essentially religious zealots, is what they are. Because this is their religion. They don't have God. They don't believe in God. They don't believe in a higher power. The only thing they worship is, is, is their sexuality. Where they stick their pee-pee and where they like pee-pees being stuck on them. That's their, that's their religion. That's what we're dealing with. And then on the other side, you have people that don't worship sex, don't want to sexualize children, don't want this overt pornographic sexual revolution that's being promoted by the establishment. And now we have this, this chasm 
in America. Like, we didn't have already chasms in this country. Like, we didn't have divides, you know, Democrat, Republican. They try to pit black people up against white people. They try to put everybody against white people, you know. <laughs> the Asian people stop Asian hate. But then they found out that it was a, it was black people that were, you know, causing the Asian hate crimes. But, you know, so they stopped the Asian hate real quick because it didn't fit into their narrative vaccinated versus unvaccinated, science denier, NPCs versus conspiracy theorists, peaceful protesters versus insurrectionists. So we have all of these chasms and double standards in our society. And uh, this this trans one is uh, is another one, but more about the individual herself. Audrey Hale, um, she was a pretty sick individual when you look into her, and uh, not many people are talking about the sort of dark revelations behind this whole situation. She wrote an entire manifesto, and it's it's all out there. You can look it up if you want. But uh, in it, she talked about how uh, transphobia is genocide, and trans people are, are being genocided. And there's an attack against trans people. You know, all the talking points that we always hear. And I'm going to play you clips later. But is, isn't that so funny? Isn't that so funny? Trans people are being genocided. By who? They say that right-wingers, transphobes, family values people, they're, be, they're genociding trans people. Well... That's not true. The only people genociding trans people are themselves. By cutting off your genitals, okay, you are genociding yourself. You are cutting off your gene line. Genocide. Genitals. Get it? Got it? Good. So, this inversion, this inverted world that we live in, just folds in on itself and becomes layers upon layers like inversionception, inception of opposite day backwards think. Where you're convinced that you're an opposite gender with the intention to genocide you. Because what is the transgender operation at its core? A, a, a depopulation operation. Take away your genitals, take away your reproductive potential, there you go, bang, depopulation. We talk about it all the time, I connect those dots, I don't need to keep repeating myself. But this inverted mentality of we're being genocided by the right-wingers when so-called right-wingers, people who just think with logic, people who just say, hey, don't chop your dick off, dude, don't chop your breasts off, girl. Don't do that to yourself. It's a it's an irreversible procedure. Don't do that to yourself. The trans LGBT community are the highest depressed community, are the highest suicide rates in America. Don't do that to yourself, man. Don't do that to yourself, girl. And because you didn't call them by the proper pronouns, that means you're genociding them. But meanwhile, they're genociding themselves. They're going along with their own genocide by removing their genitals. The word gene is in both terms. Genocide, to cut off the gene line of a certain 
race, individual, class of people. In this case, the class are, are, are the trans, are the people who identify as the trans. They're being genocide by just existing. You understand that? And us trying to sit here and trying to talk some sense into them, trying to save them from being genocided, trying to save them from the eugenics propaganda that comes up from on high from the globalist organizations that want depopulation while we're sitting here trying to save them we're being demonized as the people that are trying to hurt them meanwhile they're only hurting themselves that's deep bro that's deep and this audrey hale is a perfect manifestation of this because in her manifesto she writes that she wanted to kill herself, she wanted to die, she didn't want to live anymore, and it's the transphobes' faults. So, she scoped out and searched and did her research and blueprinted an entire master plot to curate and select a certain school that she knew didn't have heavy security so she can break into it easily and fulfill her fantasy of dying, of killing herself, but taking out a few innocent people in the process who she thinks is the problem. So is this a trans issue? Is This, this is a mental health issue. And trans only just comes with the territory. And what are we seeing across the board? Skyrocketing mental health issues, skyrocketing LGBTQ identifiers, skyrocketing depression, skyrocketing people strung out on drugs and antidepressants that only make them more depressed. And now we see the rage. Now we see the attacks. Now we see this boiling over to the point where it is now becoming very dangerous and innocent lives are taken in the balance. I saw that body cam footage of the officers taking out this individual, Audrey Hale. Uh, it's it's very eerie because it that school looked exactly like the middle school that I went to. All of the stuff on the bulletin boards, the lockers, the hallways, the classrooms, the libraries, the, the student art all over the walls. So it, it's very almost nostalgic for me to, to watch that and see a, a facility that looks very much like the school that I went to that I remember and this horror movie going down in there where all you hear is gunshots and screaming and you see the lifeless bodies of the victims on the floor. That's what you get. That's what you get for trying to save people from themselves for trying to snap people out of a eugenics propaganda depopulation operation. And these children, they don't know what's going on. Obviously, they're just innocent bystanders in it. This Audrey Hale is a coward because she knew that it was going to be low security. So she selects this school and kills strangers. Kids going to school, living their lives on a Monday. I mean, what? this is a mental health crisis in this country people are brainwashed propagandized strung out on drugs desensitized dehumanized 
And this is the product that you get. God is taken out of everybody's life and they try to replace God with all sorts of things. Materialism, sex, gender identity, abortion. Exactly. I mean, if we don't care for the small babies that are chopped up in their mother's wombs every single day, how do these? How do you expect these people to care about kids that get shot in a school? Serious question. We have religious zealots of abortion in this country too, and they take to the streets and they foam at the mouth, and they shriek and hoot and holler to kill babies in their mother's womb. And the moment you try to have a conversation with them, they have a they they have a, an, an episode. You're not able to even have a conversation with these people. What's wrong, sir? You like killing babies? You love killing babies? Yeah, I love killing babies. You love killing babies, huh? Love that, don't you? I love it. Yeah, keep tearing the babies Yeah, apart. I will. Keep tearing the babies I apart. I will. So if, if we can't establish that chopping up a baby in its mother's womb and then sucking out the viscera through a vacuum and then selling all of that chopped up baby parts on the black market, because that's what happens. Do you, th- you, you think they just throw out all the, the parts of the baby? No, th- they sell it. It's real dark. But if we can't universally come to the inclusion that that is wrong, how are, how are we going to convince these people that school shootings are wrong? I mean, that shooting people because their feelings are hurt because their pronouns weren't said properly is wrong. I mean, somebody getting shot hurts way more than your feelings. They, them. He, him, zim, zer. Zay, zem. Clown, clown self. Pronouns that I use are they, them, she, her, and clown, clown self. But what do we have? What do we have? What, what are, what's the stories? that have emerged out of this? What, what's the angle that the mainstream media is using? Well, I think you can guess it. Guns are bad, right? Of course, any, any shooting of any kind, you got to demonize guns. And the trans people are the victims here. So the assailant becomes the victim. And then when you see... Some of the articles, some of the headlines, one of the headlines I read, it said, former Christian school student shoots up a Christian school. Bruh. So, the Christian school students that got shot, in that headline, they are now the assailant. They are now the perpetrator. Christian school, because this Audrey Hale was a former student of a Christian school. So they say former Christian school student. Isn't that funny? Isn't it so demonic? Isn't it so freakish, the word games that they play? And again, I just want to state the obvious here. What if it was a, a, a different school? Right? What, what if it wasn't a, a Christian school? What if it was, a, I don't know. Name any one of the marginalized populations out there, right? What if it was one of those groups? Would we see more of an uproar? And what if Audrey Hale actually was a white male, as she identifies? Because she identifies as a white male, can we still demonize her as a white male? No, she doesn't fit the mold because she's not really a white male. She's a white woman. But is it still white rage because she's white? 
But it has nothing to do with trans rage, right? It has nothing to do with mental illness, right? It has nothing to do with delusions. It's the right-wingers' fault. It's the Christian students' faults for existing. So I'm going to play you some clips now. I have a lot of clips to play you. And uh, this is all indicative of what we're dealing with here. And we're going to get into sort of the second part of what I want to touch on here is the double standard when it comes to guns and how their whole gun conversation and how their whole push to take away Americans' guns shifts immediately when the guns end up in the hands of the people who they want armed. First one I got for you is this clip from NPR, National Public Radio. And NPR is uh, heavily funded by uh, the George Soros Open Society Foundation. <laughs> so you know exactly what their perspective on all of this stuff is. But here it might shock you because you'd think they'd be, uh, oh, we don't want guns. Guns are bad. Guns are bad, right? But here's this statement before the shooting even happened. This this statement came out like a week before this shooting. And here's what NPR says about guns and how they want Americans to have guns, but only the right ones, right? Only the select few, only the victimized, marginalized populations. Mass shootings targeting LGBTQ spaces and a rise in anti-trans rhetoric. Okay, but first of all, they are out the gates with a lie. Name me one mass shooting against trans people. Name me one mass shooting against LGBTQers. I'll wait. Name me one mass shooting against any of these groups, right? Some of them do happen. I can think of one in my head, a Miami or, or Orlando nightclub, where a guy shot up a gay nightclub, and it was a gay guy who was jealous that his gay lover was cheating on him with some dude at the nightclub. Bruh. So is that trans hate? Is that transphobia? Is that anti-LGBTQ? When, it, when, when a gay psychopath has a, has a lover's quarrel and shoots up a gay bar? It's our fault too. So right out the gates with this NPR clip, I can't even play the clip for five seconds without stopping it and addressing it. Have inspired some queer people to take up arms. New Hampshire's public radio Todd Bookman joined a monthly gathering of a gun group that sees firearms as key to their own self-defense. <laughs> so guns are key for their self-defense, right? Guns are key for the queer people need to take up guns now all of a sudden because all of the anti-trans rhetoric, all of the mass shootings on trans people that don't exist. But it's okay now. Now you need self-defense with guns. Now the second amendment is good because you're trans, because you're queer. But I thought you hated the Second Amendment. I thought you thought guns were bad. I thought you we wanted to get rid of all the guns, right? I thought all guns kill people. People don't kill people. Guns kill people, right? Guns are the root of all the problems in America, right? But as soon as gay people need to get guns, that dude just sound like a right winger. Was that dude a conspiracy theorist? Was that dude a, a, a white nationalist calling for people to get guns? Uh-oh, the NRA is so bad, down with the NRA, down with all the gun manufacturers and the gun clubs. But the LGBTQers for gats, for bullets, 
Gays for Guns, <laughs> that's a good one. Gays for Guns is good, that's gonna be the new organization. And as you might imagine, this story does include the sound of gunfire. On a recent Sunday morning, the parking lot of Pawtuckaway State Park in southeastern New Hampshire is filling up with hikers. There's also a different crew packing up warm clothes and weapons. Thank you all for coming to uh, Rainbow Reload. <laughs> Rainbow Reload. And I love the guy, he's like, he's like I'm going to tell you that you might hear the sounds of gunfire. Fair warning, you're going to hear guns. So close your ears if you're sensitive to it, if your pronouns are going to be hurt by the sounds of bullets. And then the Rainbow Reloaders. Rainbow Reloaders! Gays for guns. Maps with magazines. <laughs> pedos for pistols. Oh, wait, 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 wait. We can't talk about the pedos. I'm sorry. Wait, wait, forget I said that. So guns are good if you're gay only, if you're a, a trans, because you're so marginalized and you're just targeted in the streets all the time. People are trying to kill you, even though you're, you're killing yourself by chopping off your member, chopping off your genitals, even though you're killing your bloodline, you're killing your legacy, you're depopulating yourself. But no, 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 uh, right-wingers who uh, kind of want you to shift your perspective a little bit, want to talk a little bit of logic to you, because they want to help you, because they care, because they don't want society to collapse, they're killing you. And you should get guns to, to, to defend yourself against them, to defend yourself against their uh, rationalizing. Rationalizing is, uh, is violence, I guess. But not only NPR is saying this, uh, the Young Turks, and if you don't know who the Young Turks are, uh, get in line because nobody knows who they are. Um, they're, I guess they're listened to by some people. I guess there's people out there that listen to the Young Turks and it's a, a, a pretty much like a fake news organization that's, that tries to be like the edgy CNN. They literally say everything that CNN says. They, they spout all of the same establishment talking points, but they, they think they're edgy. They think they do it in an edgy way. And, uh, they're completely funded by George Soros and all of the, <laughs> and all the establishment NGOs that you can imagine. I guess that's how they stay afloat. I guess that's how they have funding. Lord knows that their listeners wouldn't garner any funds for them. So here's the, the main guy over at the Young Turks. And it's funny, their name is the Young Turks. They're named after the genocidal communist Turkish youth that participated in the Armenian genocide. They were called the Young Turks, just like how the Nazis had the Hitler youth, just like how the Maoist Chinese communists had the Red Guard, just like how the Lenin Bolsheviks had their brown shirts. Yeah, the Turkish revolutionaries had their communist youth as well. They were called the Young Turks. And uh, that's what this news organization, I struggle to even say that, but that's what they're named after, the Genocidal Youth Brigade of uh, the Turkish Communist Revolution. So let's hear what they have to say about guns and trannies and how they don't want you to have guns but trannies better have guns so they can kill you with them i mean what are we talking about here let's try to make sense out of it i don't like guns i would ban assault weapons in a second i we can go on and on about the gun control that we need in this country and i always tell people don't get guns it'll make you less safe i'm going to make an exception here for trans people they are actually in danger they have had hundreds of laws passed against them. What laws are written against trans 
trans people that a child can't chop their balls off before their balls even drop that a little girl can't chop her breasts off without their mother's consent i don't know what parent would consent but yeah i mean those are the laws and that guy's name is sink ugar I don't even know how to say his name. I mean, whatever. Sink Ugar says that trans need to get guns because all of the laws that are being passed against them. Sink Ugar, um, are children allowed to vote? Are children allowed to go into an R-rated movie by themselves? Are children allowed to go to a strip club by themselves? Are children allowed to participate in sex acts? Are children allowed to drink alcohol? Are children allowed to go to a bar? No, no, none of those things. Okay, okay, but you want them to chop their bodies up. You want them to do irreversible damage to themselves. Is it anti-alcohol for us not to allow children to drink alcohol? Is it anti-R-rated movies for not allowing children to go see an R-rated movie by themselves? Is it anti-cigarette to not allow minors? Is it anti-vape to not allow minors to buy a vape or a cigarette? No, you, you don't say that. But to not allow children to chop off their genitals, it's anti-trans. That's why their logic can never be applied universally. And right-wing nut jobs ginning up fear about trans people? Again, another inversion. Who gins up the fear about who? Sink Ugar of the Young Turks? All I see is Democrat establishment talking points all day. Insurrectionists, science deniers, pandemic of the unvaccinated, conspiracy theorists, domestic terrorists, extremists, right-wing extremists, like you just said. And, and what are we doing to attract, to attack trans people? What are we doing? Telling them, uh, you shouldn't chop kids balls off. And I wouldn't recommend you do it either to yourself. That's attacking trans people. Hey man, uh, I don't think you should chop off that little boy's balls. You know, what if he decides he doesn't want to be a girl later in his life? What if he, what if he realizes he made a mistake? You're anti-trans. How could you say that, you bigot? You're anti-trans. Okay, I mean, you can live your life however you want. You know, you're of age. I don't have any problem with an adult chopping off their balls. Go for it, dude. I wouldn't recommend it for you, but (laughs) knock yourself out. Literally, knock yourself out. Knock your whole gene pool out because that's what's happening to you. But if you want to knock out your whole gene pool, that's your decision. I'm not going to allow you. I'm not going to accept the fact that you want to convince a little child to follow your destructive behavior. Let's move on with this uh, Sink Ugar retard clip they have right-wing media ginning up fear against them 24 7 they are targeted more than any other group in america yeah they damn sure are targeted more than any other demographic in america they're targeted by a eugenics cult that wants them to chop off their penis and say it's liberal and diverse and inclusive yeah they, they sure are targeted they sure are victims but just not the way you're describing it and if anyone should get guns it should be trans americans Okay, because I'm worried for them. I'm worried that the right wing lunatics are going to attack them as they have over and over again. And by the way, it's not just right wing lunatics. Other people attack trans folks as well. Wow. I mean, wow. I need to catch my breath. 
So he just goes on to say it, goes on to demonize people that don't want people to chop their 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 genitals off. I don't know if Sink Ugar is is paid off or blackmailed to say the silly things that he says. But if you want to talk about calls for violence, if you want to talk about demonizing a demographic, look no further than the clip that I just played you from the Young Turks, the Young Turds, Sink Ugar. I mean, they live up to their name. They're genocidal freaks as well. You sick freak! So he's completely against guns. He says it himself. I would ban guns outright if I could. But now I'm just going to go against everything I just told you. Uh, trans people, you better get them guns and shoot everybody that tells you not to chop your wiener off. Good. Great. Awesome. Because you're being genocided. Cool. Awesome. You're really uh, helping out here, Sink Ugar. But right-wing nutjobs that love guns and want to protect them and want to exercise their Second Amendment rights to protect themselves gotta take away their guns. But if you want a gun, you gotta make sure that you cut off your penis. That's, that's rule one. If you want to have the Second Amendment, you gotta give up your penis. Or if you're a woman, you gotta give up your breasts. And identify as the opposite sex. Then you can get a gun. And shoot all the people you want. Because you're already dead yourself. So I don't make anybody, everybody else dead that wants to live. Just like those kids at that school. There you go. Young Turks. NPR. MSNBC. CNN. And now, here's AOC. Look at that booty on AOC. That's my favorite big booty Latina. Yes, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, everybody's favorite big booty Latina, right? Booty ain't even that big, but whatever. Neither here nor there. Let's hear what uh, AOC, the great sage, the great mind, the great fountain of wisdom of AOC, let's hear what she has to say about trans rights and how everybody's attacking trans people all of a sudden. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, everybody's saying people people are attacking trans people. Never seen it, never heard about it, never saw a news story about it. But uh, yeah, everybody got the memo to demonize these non-existent people that are attacking trans people. I mean, the only people I see attacking trans people are themselves and the people that promote their style of life and the people that propagandize their, this style of life upon them. But uh, here's AOC that's just going to give you some word vomit right now. Many of these disgusting and insinuating attacks on trans and LGBT people are actually projections of what predatory cisgender and often straight men do. Yes, yes. Tell me more. Tell me more. Give me a psychological breakdown. Oh, we're attacking trans people because of our own insecurities. Yup. Mm-hmm. The people that don't know what gender they are, the people that want to kill people that, uh, Try to tell them that uh, not to mutilate themselves. Those people don't have insecurities at all. They're perfectly fine. They're perfectly normal. You have the insecurities because you don't want to accept their destructive way of life. I'm Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, and I'm your psychiatrist for the day. And I'm going to tell you what the world is. I'm going to gaslight the hell out of you because that's my job. I was an actress, and I was selected to be this sort of young person that they give talking points to. I'm Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. When left alone in the presence of women, or sometimes horribly, children. Who attacks children? So so she's blaming 
men going after children and that's why that they don't want trans people to chop children's balls off because we don't like children who's really going after the children they have drag queen story time pedophile time for kids where they twerk on the kids heads and they slap dildos on the kids heads and they give children lap dances and they flash their ball sacks in the face of innocent pedestrians. Who's going after kids? So it's just word vomit. I'm going to play you the rest of the clip. I know, isn't it incredible? You're probably scratching your head lately saying, what the hell is this freak saying? But she's not finished. So instead of getting you to challenge the patriarchy, they're trying to get you to challenge the very gender expressiveness that challenges patriarchy. Don't get it twisted, because a lot of people attacking drag are projecting. So, I mean, like, talk about twisted. Talk about twisted. No, Habib, the only thing twisted here is your brain. How you can concoct such mental gymnastics, such absolutely off-the-wall mental, psychological coping, and you want to go after people that are trying to help people that are trying to break people's propaganda. AOC is aiding and abetting genocide. That's what she is. She did it with the vaccines. She did it when she forced people to stay home when COVID. She, she said stay home just as much as they're all the rest of them. Shut your business down, etc., etc. She's a, a green new high priestess that wants you to give up your gas car, that wants you to give up your gas stove, that wants you to give up your hot water. That says tax the rich, even though she goes to the Met Galas. She doesn't want you to have electricity or, 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 or fossil fuels. She wants to take away your way of life. She is a mouthpiece of the highest order of every single globalist depopulation keyword talking point. AOC is not reachable. Whether she understands what she's doing or not, she is an influencer of the globalist agenda. And it is a, an agenda of death. And enslavement. And depression. And sadness. And everything she promotes. Everything she fights for. Is to further move along. The Build Back Better Klaus Schwab Great Reset Agenda. Right, please, sir. She just does it with a cute face and a cute voice and not even a cute face but she she tries to do it with this bubbly oh i'm a i'm a girl i'm just like you i'm a latina i'm a latinx latinx so she tries to appeal with you on that level but meanwhile she might as well just be klaus schwab she might as well be yuval harari surveillance under the skin she might as well be bill gates himself down to zero she promotes all the same things that they do and she demonizes Everything that's right, everything that's good, everything that's proper, everything that's normal, everything that's the way God intended it. So she is a complete globalist mouthpiece that promotes the entire Klaus Schwab agenda. Always know that. When you see AOC, you're looking at Klaus Schwab. But the Chinese model is certainly a very attractive model for quite a number of countries. But I got another uh, congresswoman, Democrat, congresswoman freak and she only got elected um 
in 2021, right after uh, Black Lives Matter, and she was a big Black Lives Matter activist. And I'm talking about an individual named Cori Bush. That's her name, Cori Bush. Big Black Lives Matter activist in more ways than one. Uh, she's now a congresswoman. Funny how that happens, right? Funny how that happens. I wonder if she knows who George Soros is. But uh, th- th- that's neither here nor there. Here, uh, Here is Cori Bush. And uh, you want to talk about twisted? You want to talk about incoherent? You want to talk about, huh? You want to talk about what? You want to talk about bruh? Bruh. Listen to this gobbledygook from Cori Bush, who is a congresswoman. And these are, these are our leaders, folks. These are our leaders. Hear what she has to say about guns in America. See if you can decipher it. I have yet to decode what she's even talking about. Coming for the end of weak gun laws that allow people to buy an assault rifle and kill and traumatize school children, traumatize teachers, and traumatize grocery patrons. That's what we're coming for. And it doesn't require taking away people's right to bear arms. Our work is about saving people's lives. We will not succumb to the nihilist, insurrectionist view of the Second Amendment. We will not allow the apologists for gun violence to win. We will double down on a public health response to the public health emergency that is gun violence in our country. And together, we will end this crisis once and for all. Excuse me, the the fuck did you just say? (laughs) Did you understand anything she said? I, I, I didn't. But she's a lawmaker. All I heard was keywords. She said, we're not going to take your guns, but we're not going to give in to the insurrectionist view of the Second Amendment. What? What? Grocery patrons. Grocery patrons. That's your leaders, America. Those are your leaders. Can't even put a coherent thought together. But she's going to tell you, I guess she's going to tell you that she doesn't want you to have guns, but we're not going to take away your guns. But we're not going to give into the, the, the insurrectionist view of the Second Amendment, the nihilist view. I, I don't even know if she knows what any of those words mean because she didn't use she didn't even use them in proper context. So this is what we got. We got AOC. We got uh, the Young Turks. We got NPR and we got Cori Bush. Mind you, Cori Bush walks around with armed security or with her 24 seven. But she doesn't want you to have guns. But she has armed security. With her all the time, guarding her. Yep. So, just like Kathy Hochul in New York, just like Gavin Newsom, just like Gretchen Whitmer, these people walk around with armed security 24-7, and they tell you how much they want to take away your guns. They want all the security for themselves. They want to have a monopoly on guns. They want to have a complete rigged system where they have all the access to violence, right? They, they can commit violence however they see fit. But if you want to have means to protect yourself, you're not allowed, peasant. Oh, maybe if you were trans, though, you'd be allowed, right? First got to get rid of that pecker, pal. Then you can get a gun. Get rid of one piece and then you get another, I guess. That's how it goes in America now. But all of this is just stars in the constellation of this evil situation, this tragic situation at the school. The mental health crisis, the gun controversy, the double standards, the demonization, 
the propaganda. It's all just symptoms of this dying society, of this intentionally, by design, societal collapse that is being orchestrated and playing the long game. But before I leave you on this somber episode of Connect Those Dots, I know that our illustrious president, who we all love so much, who we all voted for, the most voted for president ever, the most popular president ever, with a mind as, as, as sharp as a katana, our president Joe Biden, I know he's going to pull us through. I know he's going to have the right words to say to help us all feel better in this tragic moment for our country. Let's hear what our great president Joe Biden had to say about this event. From the White House. My name is Joe Biden. I'm Dr. Joe Biden's husband. And I ate Jenny's ice cream, chocolate chip. I came down because I heard there was chocolate chip ice cream. Wow. By the way, I have a whole refrigerator full upstairs. I think I'm kidding. I'm not. God. Ben, how are you, pal? Uh, are, are you sure you're playing the right clip, Joe? Are you sure that's the clip that uh, that's what Joe Biden's statement was after this horrific school shooting that left six people murdered? Three of them children? Are you sure that's the right clip, Joe? You might have made a mistake there. No, 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 no. That's the right clip. That's our illustrious, incredible president, Joe Biden, doing a press conference after a school shooting, talking about chocolate chip ice cream, saying, oh, he came down because he heard that there was ice cream here, but uh, but he has ice cream in, in his freezer upstairs. So, so, so why are you even coming down if, if you got the ice cream already, buddy? And I cheese ice cream, chocolate chip. Okay, so, so, so all joking aside, all sarcasm aside, this is Joe Biden's actual statement after the school shooting. Coming down, joking about ice cream, and doing a whole comedy bit like he's, uh, like he's Stephen Colbert or something. And what gets me the most is the audience. And I think I'm going to do an entire podcast just about how these audiences... Just boggle my mind every time I hear them clap like seals and, and cheer like robots, like somebody pushed a button on them to make them laugh and cheer. But that's 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 another analysis for another time. Let's continue with Joe Biden addressing a school shooting and how he conducts himself. So presidential. One of the best guys in the United States Congress, Ben Cardin. <laughs> Folks, uh, it's a delight to have you all here. And who are those good-looking kids back there? They're your kids, all four of them? Well, stand up, guys. So this is absolutely absurd. This is crazy. And leave it to Joe Biden. Leave it to our great president. He can't go a moment without flirting with children. You've seen the video compilations of Joe Biden creepily grabbing children, putting his face on children, sniffing children, touching children inappropriately. We all know about his daughter's 
diary, Ashley Biden, where she talks about how he was inappropriately touching her when she was a child. We all know about it. Leave it to Joe Biden. After his whole ice cream bit, he comes out with the, 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 the child perversion aspect. So he's knocking them out of the park with the Joe Biden uh, trends right here. First, we got the ice cream. Then we got the awkward creepiness. And now we got the flirting with children. And you're going to hear this Fox News anchor because they were covering this live. You're going to hear the Fox News anchors completely taken aback by this whole situation. They don't even know what to make of it. John, we'll jump back in here. Um, yeah. Uh, um, considering the moment. Like you. Um, we were, we were told that the shooting per- yeah. that just happened uh, left three children dead. Uh, three adults dead, shooters dead, and we were told he would be addressing this f- off the top. Yeah, it's uh, rather surprising. I thought that a somber President Biden would have come to the podium here and addressed the school shooting. So even the angers are like, what the hell is going on right now? Three dead kids, three dead adults, a school shooting, a premeditated attack by a psychotic, demon-possessed individual, because... The demonic propaganda, if you're possessed by it, you're possessed by a demon. And Joe Biden comes out there, flirts with kids, jokes about ice cream, yucks it up with the crowd, applauding him, laughing and giggling, while mothers and fathers are crying and grieving. That's what we get out of our politicians. That's what we get out of our leaders. And even after that display, he just goes on to talk about how he needs to get rid of guns. Unbelievable. Truly pathetic. Truly disgraceful. But what do you expect in the inverted world? What do you expect in this world that's sick, mentally ill? This is par for the course, ladies and gentlemen. And I don't want to be a downer here. I don't want to be a black pillar. But we are going to see another school shooting. The psychosis in this country, it's its not going to stop. It's not going to stop until we actually implement real solutions, like having armed guards at a school. And I know you don't want to face that reality of things are so bad in our country that we literally need armed guards walking around the schools to keep children safe. But at this rate, this is what we're going to need to solve this problem because this is only going to continue to trend upward, unfortunately. It's tragic. It's disgusting. I hate it. I hate talking about this topic, quite frankly, but it is indicative of the society that we are living in and the society that we are flushing down the toilet bowl faster and faster downward into. But make no mistake, Dot Connectors, just because it's going to get worse, just because things are, are, are going to get bad, are, are, are bad already doesn't mean that it's not going to be all solved in the end and alleviated because, spoiler alert, God wins and the devil loses.